The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Wednesday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. At Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the militia live on Twitter X right now, in fact. Um, for the... For a segment of the show, maybe possibly, but definitely today because we have limited time and we want to make sure that we get to uh, your thoughts. And if you want to chime in, you have the opportunity to do so. So a 87-83 win at NC State last night in a game where Syracuse was pretty handily ahead. And um, we could talk about the the comeback that the Wolfpack um try to rain down on Syracuse and you know by the end of the game uh, Chris Bell started this thing got this thing going uh, with a tremendous showing in the first half with 26 points uh, pretty much blanketed um, with with a defender for the second half and shut him out but it was Quadir Copeland who came through at the end again for me this is two games recently two big win well the NC UNC win and this win um, Copeland played an integral part at the end of the games and um, just doing what he does to make sure that the deal is sealed. And with a career high for him, 26 points, I mean, tremendous. He had five points in the first meeting between these two teams. Yeah. And, um, you know, the foul discrepancy was a little bit different this go around. Uh, we got to the line plenty at home. Um, we couldn't buy a foul in this game. And um, they were giving him away. On the other end of the court, which you would say, well, well you guys won. Why are you going to bitch about that? Well, because it's stupid, and I don't know. I don't know what the hell the rules are even exist for anymore. If we're not going to call them at both ends of the court. So, anyways, a good win. It was a quad one win. As soon as the buzzer hit last night, this morning though, unfortunately, NC State dropped to 80th, which will bring this to a quad two game. So just go figure. Root for NC State. Uh, from here on out for the rest of the season. And, you know, I mean, look, you can get, we can get a third quad win out of it. And um, just, just a good game and um, didn't hit the panic button. Red really did a good job. I thought during this comeback, we kept the team kind of even keeled. We saw NC State get very frustrated um, in, in some, some very dumb fouls on their part, um, a flagrant and an intentional. I don't know what the difference is, but um, either way, there isn't a difference, right? It used to be, I don't think so. it used yeah. to be intentional and now they call a flagrant one, but they called a flagrant one and an intentional last night, if I remember right. But anyway, um, 
out of both of those plays on NC State's part, out of frustration and clearly obvious. And um, the one, the one I have to say on Copeland, where the camera is just right in his face and he is looking at his hand and he's like, "Dude, he's great." I'm sorry. You, if if he's on, if he's not on our team, I'm like that mother effer. What a scumbag. Oh, yeah. But you, you know what I'm saying? But, dude, you got to have one of those guys on your team, and we got that guy on our team, and that's Cordero Copeland. So I'm happy with it. Hey, for the record, too, your brother's favorite player on this team is Cordero Copeland? Copeland. Shut yep. up. I think it's because he played basketball and he can see how good he is, and he's got the street ball mentality. Well, he's just... got the Philly street ball mentality. That's what yeah, he does. Oh, yeah. You saw that last night for sure. Yes. So. Well, we see it a lot. It's just it was it was almost flawlessly executed last night. Yep. When you when you talk about some of the circus shots, I mean, there was one that went in and it was just like, you know, come on, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, well, I mean, and imagine if he ever develops a three point shot, like they say, it's been getting better, right? So, yeah, I mean, there's that, but you know, he's got he's got the pieces in place where that's not like a pressing issue. Right. You know, he does so much other things, so many other things, including defensively, that you know, you, you think, well, does he does he need it? I mean, I don't think he needs it. It, it, it would help, um, but I, I don't think he needs it. So anyway, um, excellent game. Um, had my had my my butt puckered up for quite a bit of the second half. It's frustrating. My wife had to leave the room. She couldn't watch it, and I wasn't oh, screaming or anything. Hey, when they took, the lead. They took the, the lead, I was yeah. like, "Oh, yeah. there it is. That's yeah. about right." You know, you you, you try not to. Um, you try not to think, oh boy, here comes the implosion. They're going to blow this thing right now or what? And, you know, obviously they didn't, but it sure was trending that way. But that just goes, I mean, we've kind of seen that this year with this team is in, in, the, in the maturity level of not to implode. This The last year's team would collapse, uh, you know, under their right. own weight once the lead was taken. In fact, maybe even during, you know, the, the comeback there, if you want to call it that, the the, the run that, that NC State had last night. But... Um, Chris Bell, he hits eight threes in a row, and I am like, like is it, can he miss? <laughs> I was going, I was, yeah, I was, it was great. <laughs> can he miss? I mean, um, it was, was amazing. Like, like a little kid. I know, it was like, amazing. You gotta be kidding me. It, yeah, it, everyone. It was awesome. The foul discrepancy was awful. Um, rebounds, again, Syracuse keeps rebounds close enough, negative one, they keep them close enough to where it doesn't become an issue. Um, Turnovers it, are the same. Yeah, so, I mean, it came down to execution, and they just had the cushion in, in the first half to be able to set themselves up to, to kind of oh, ride this thing. Is that what thing. you call it? Cushion? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, 55 <laughs> points in the first half, and we only had 60 in the whole game against Georgia Tech. So, And, and you ask yourself, Joe, like, what the hell? Like, what happened what at Georgia Tech? Inconsistency. We didn't hit our it's shots. Just, but, but, I mean, it's just... Yeah, we didn't hit our shots, and we were excellent last night. I don't know what the what it was in the first half, but it ended up being fifty percent, fifty one, basically. But um, which isn't terrible. At some point and by we the were way, shooting like seventy percent or something like that it, was stupid. Yeah, in the first half, in in ninety four percent on the on the free throws, eighteen for nineteen. Um, just one of them, a crucial one. It was a, it was after that that intentional foul by Burns. Um, that was a five point. Um, you know, swing. that was a five point swing. I was looking for another yep. word, but yeah, it was a five point swing right there. We, I think we went down there tied and then he got the bucket. He got one foul shot and we scored on, on, um, that possession too. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I know that you, you said something about the fouls and I get it, you know, the discrepancy was, but we did, I mean, went to the, to the free throw line 19 times, hit 18 of them, then 95%. So 
That's that's obvious. That's good. But obviously, maybe NC, NC State went twenty nine times, so they had ten more shots from the free throw line. So it's more more so the inconsistency of it for me, and it doesn't come down to it does come down to the discrepancy. But it, it the inconsistency is just one thing that's that's probably the most frustrating thing because is 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 you know sports fans as Syracuse fans and and just sports fans in general you have to have consistency so you know what the hell's going on. Yeah. And you watch a game like that and you're you're thinking at the end of this thing that there you know there's a lot of ACC ref conspiracies amongst the amongst the orange faithful, right? So give them a reason not to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Give them a reason not yeah. to. We just talked a couple episodes about a couple episodes about you know, Jim Beheim's not on the sideline. The officiating seems to be a little bit different this year. And then we start going down south the last part of this Putting schedule. And exactly. It's like, well, what the hell happened? Um, well, uh, actually, that was there was a lot of home games in that stretch. And um, the rest of it was non-conference. So yeah. um, anyway, uh, we can sit here and, and, and blast that all day. And, and I'll, yeah, do it, I'll do it on a win, too. But, I, I mean, it's, you know. Um, it is, it is amongst these things at no Blanchard 44 beat a quad one conference opponent on the road and beat the refs at the same time. Damn good win. However, I still think we need to win out and make a make a deep run in the ACC tournament to have a chance for an at large bid. And it comes into, like you said, Joe, um, I agree with most of that, by the way. And I think, you know, it comes down to if, if Syracuse can win out, if Syracuse can get into the top four in the ACC, which they are right there, by the way. I mean, we need some teams to lose. Unfortunately, these teams are rooting for to be um, quad one wins at the end of the season. Yeah. But um, that being Pitt and NC State, um, you know, but if uh, if a couple things go wrong for some of these teams, Wake Forest being one of them, um, and we sneak in there, I mean, that's that's a two-game bye, Joe. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's huge. It's like only a game and a half away. Yeah, right? and you're playing a big dog after that, most likely, right? I mean, oh yeah. So, I mean, I think they're all pretty. Any one of these teams can win on any given day. I think the ACC is still one of the best conferences in the country, um, just historically speaking. Every time they're, you know, poo pooed as is a is a dying conference, for the ACC, four ACC teams go to the Final Four. So, yeah. remember that a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. Uh, you have any comments about refs? Uh, yeah, I just had one. Um, I I haven't skimmed through these. At Roger Clark, forty-one, good win on the road. That kind of game has gotten away from them. So um, so appreciate them hanging in there and getting the W. Yeah, like I said last year, I feel like this team would have folded on their own weight and 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 just gave up on this one, but uh, they didn't. And they we've seen that this year. I think that's been a stark difference compared to last year as far as yeah. effort and all that goes. What do you got? Oh, I mean, there's some, there's some trolls in here, you know, well, let's uh, here let's hear the trolls out. Um, no, <laughs> I mean, we got, um, the top fan, Brian Gray. Okay. I'll give it up. Uh, good win for our NIT chances. Um, James, now let's not lay. Okay, I thought he said now let's low. Yeah, okay, I thought he said something different. Um, but um, also was it okay? Yeah, Eric JT needs more minutes. I think that was. Uh, I think that was a troll. 
So poor Justin Taylor with his two points again. Um, but he did he did have a couple he get a couple big rebounds. I mean, I give it credit where credit's due, I guess. It was a couple timely ones, one especially. With that yeah. said, I mean, it's not a whole lot there on that line, but I digress. No, yeah, no. Richard, Syracuse could not get fouls called, but NC State got plenty of and ones. If you let touch fouls go on one end, why mm-hmm. are they a bonus on the mm-hmm. home team end? Judah Mintz got hammered numerous times. Quite oh, Eric, yeah. Quite Eric Copeland. Um, uh, over the back again with uh, Malik Brown. I understand no, no, these guys. There was that one he drove to the left, and Bur- DJ Burns had his arm like on his shoulder mm-hmm. as he was like jumping up, and I'm like, how is that not? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean. It was a, it was a great win, dude. I mean, that's just, it was. All you can really say. I mean, but it's a back and forth. This is just what it is. It's, it's like a roller Dr. coaster. Doctor Jack, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, right? You don't know yeah. what you're going to get. There's yeah. inconsistencies, and um, some things don't make sense sometimes. You know, I mean, I know that Cordier Copeland came in, and I know Judah had to sit early, which oh. again, that sucks on the refs too. By the way, just a situation where if the refs put you in a situation where you have so many fouls, you don't want to play as aggressive because you don't want to send the other team to the free throw line then you get a situation like last night where albeit it was judah was sitting while chris bell went on this tear so who knows if it happens if judah's in there but he had to sit down with two quick fouls and sat 10 minutes i believe in this in the first half and um he only ended up at 28 minutes and he still only ended up with two fouls but by the time he could play in the second half he couldn't be aggressive because you couldn't you didn't want to put you know, NC State to, you know, the free throw line while they were having their little comeback run. So double-edged short, you know, we only get 28 minutes from him. Um, also, too, a lot of people talking about Copeland. A lot of people talking about, you know, MVP was Copeland. MVP came off the bench. Like, <clears throat> um, I mean, do you see do you see a time when, when Copeland is starting? Maybe not starting. Start, I mean, okay, so I think there's probably going to be some people that think that to one point but i guess my i guess my question is is like last night he played the game that he played and he had 26 minutes i mean i don't know i can see in a world where he doesn't start but i mean when are we going to start questioning the fact that the way he plays i mean he's he's probably deserving of of 30 plus minutes at this point right i mean copeland yeah yeah absolutely that's what i'm saying no no question about it the dude stays out of foul trouble most of the time look past couple games ben a little different, but he does, he does the things he does the things that we. we why did we love Mark Dolzhai, Joe? Why did we love him? He, I mean, probably the he, same reason why he, we love Quadir Copeland, and which Malik is Brown. which is and just all the little things that no uh, one all the things do, that don't right? make the stat sheet, all the mm-hmm. things that matter, that the effort, the heart, the determination, all of the uh, all of that yep. that that you don't see on paper that you have to watch the game for. That's why he was attacking the board yesterday. Oh my gosh! I mean, he he attacked everything. Yeah, well, the basket too. I mean, (laughs) he was dribbling through guys. I had no idea how the ball was getting through. And I mean, even then, there was a couple times when he was just too fancy for his own good. He had some turnovers. And um, Judah had a couple bad turnovers too. So a a bad pass late in the game. Um, you know, just some of that little ticket. JJ had a couple bad ones too. Yep. Yeah. Um, David in the spaces. Did Joe crack? Did Joe get the crack right this time? No. Joe didn't get the crack right this time. Huh? Or last time. No. That was me. I waited. I waited for Joe's. And I all I heard was like a pff. It was like just a silent but nothing. 
And so I like I'm like like open up a package like powdered milk or something. (laughs) That's what it sounded like. If you want something done right, Dave, you gotta do it yourself. I I I I brought a beer in here. Away I gave Joe's opportunity. He failed. I had to step in to save it. You know, that's part of the show. It's a staple of the show. Everybody's been missing it. I'm getting DMs left and right about it. So you know what? Someone's (laughs) I'm I'm not, I'm not. Sounded good though. Um okay. Let's get back to it. I like this one because I said it, um, and I agree. At Orange Doug eighty five, I'm glad Q is on the team because if he was on another team, we'd hate him. So true. I mean, mm-hmm. absolutely, you wouldn't be able to stand that guy. That that showboating the 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 whole thing, every bit of it. He was talking some trash yesterday too, and you know, clapping as guys got off off the floor and stuff like that. Like I love all that stuff. You know, I, this is why I love Derek Devendorf. You know, Eric Devendorf is popping off constantly. You, yeah. You have to love it. Well, you don't have to, but I do. But um, you got that guy on your team. It's very frustrating as a fan to watch, and it's very frustrating to players. And if you can toe a line like Quadier Copeland does, when he's got a little close last night, but you can toe that line without getting the, getting teed up or something like that, I mean, that's another feather in your cap. You know, that's that's another tool in toolbox to use. And by all means, freaking use it. You know, you have to do it. Um, let's see. Oh, boy. At OLQ, let's go. Chris Bell was fire in the first half, then a ghost in the second half. A great team basketball. Need to box out better, but they finally got a call. They finally got a call, and they win the game. Yeah. Um, would uh, this did this get, correct me if I'm wrong? This got sealed up with uh, with like Judah having it over the back and pushed down the ground basically and going and hitting a couple free throws. Right? He had yeah, to I put mean, it three, four after. points ahead. And that's the other thing too is near the end. I mean, they didn't call that foul on Quitter Copeland. I was so surprised. The last shot. Yeah, I know. We're letting him play, man, down there. You know. Well, I mean, they were yeah. That's, I, yeah, I get it. That's true. At Matt Sherman, 52. Best part of the game inside 130. NCC tied and tied it, and the Wolfpack band started playing neck. You have to clue me in on that. Um, to throw kind of shade in lose, and to lose is brutal. Guess they shouldn't be so quick to play it. Must be, is, that their, is that their fight song, Neck? Don't, I don't know. I don't know. I wish I had a proofread that one first before I went after it. Um, <laughs> at trade CNBC. Oh wait, hold on. Let's see. Copeland has that dog in him. Matt was in there, in the spaces. Maybe you can tell me what neck is, Matt, please. Because I feel dumb. He does at, have that dog in him. That's for sure. He does absolutely. At trade CNBC, whatever the hell that is. Uh, once again, Red was exposed as a poor coach. Spent much of the game asking GMAC what to do. Let them blow a 15-point lead, never doing anything with Bell in the second half. Bell, look, Bell was trying like hell. Bell's got to get open. He was covered for, for most of that second half. Um, not having guys rebound for free throws late in games. Is that when he's um, taking guys off the line? Is that what he's talking about? That's, that's, a, that's an old Bayheim thing, too. They get some set up on defense. In- yeah, I don't know. Instead of standing on the line. I mean. I don't know. Nah, I don't know you. I mean, it's just one of those things where you get those those comments, right? And then there's a comment on Facebook that says something like, you know, uh, if, uh, like how does it feel to you know have a coach that calls plays? 
you know, going to shot at Beheim because just seemingly they just had like, you know, they didn't really call a lot of plays. They had a lot of motion stuff that just roll through and then they do like pick and roll stuff. Um, so it's funny that you get, you know, one aspect of that and then another aspect sees something different. Um, I know that um, Draymond Green actually, I saw it in a s- article. I don't know if it was inside the Loud House here, but I guess Draymond Green, I guess um, they were saying to troll Syracuse coaches because he had said something on, on Twitter about uh, the coach is not doing anything to try to get Chris Bell open after he was eight for eight or something like that and kind of, you know, trolling the coaches as well. So it's funny how people have different aspects uh, of that, you know. Um, but to me, I feel like the people that see the difference are the people that were like kind of sick of the way that Beheim ran their ran his stuff, you know, and they see the difference. I think to someone like a Draymond Green, he can probably look at it, you know, from a bird's eye view, being in the NBA and all, um, and not really being a, a an avid Syracuse follower to, to see actually what this offense used to look like. Um, and also, Chris Bell played forty minutes, I think, for the first time all season. So, who knows if that had anything to do with with trying if, to if, get open if he's well maybe but even so you have a first half like that you go out there you're a decoy in the second regardless of what happens well and you're again, taking at least one defender off of every you know everything well and that's probably why judah and jj had you know their opportunity and quadir had their opportunities to get to the line a little bit easier because you know now you got a guy you can't help off of no matter what's going on right? yeah yeah you have to stay there I mean, that's how yeah. he got a lot of those threes. There's a couple of threes where, I mean, Malik Brown had, what, five assists, six assists? You know, the ball was getting into him, and then people were were helping on him, and he was kicking it out to the open shooter, and they completely shut that down in the second half. So, again, yes, I mean, he might not have um, been running around like, you know, Jerry McNamara and, and how Andy Routens used to you know, try to get open, you know, the way Steph, Steph Curry runs around until he gets open and just tiring the defender out. Um, but he definitely was sitting in the short corner and he was holding the de- a defender there and basically keeping a defender away from being able to come in and help for sure. So at Mike S seven, four, eight, five, five, one, six, five beat Pitt well, two times, beat NC state two times, beat Oregon, beat UNC, beat Miami, beat LCU, uh, 84 in the net outside the bubble with an eight and eight conference in a 17 and 10 overall. Net has our record wrong, 16 and 10. Uh, very odd that our resume is diminished and others are being touted, finish 20 and 11 or 21 and 10, win two ACC tournament games. He's shorthanding this. Win two ACC tournament games, 23 <laughs> and 11 in, he says. So he th- we used to go by, you remember when we used to go by wins? We used to be like, all right, well, you know, we want 20 plus wins and we'll be good. Yeah. You know, and it was like almost like clockwork. And then just everything changed. And with the net, I feel like the net is becoming just another tool of corruption for whoever is in control of things to. Yeah. See, and that's the the thing with that, too, is is um, the reason why we're 16 and 10 in the net. It's not because they have a record wrong. There's one game, right? That didn't count. Because of the, the, what was it? Am I right? It's, it was the, the D1AA um, score or something. What was it? That's the, 
the crux of playing in the Maui Invitational. Oh, and if that's you, right. And if you eventually play Chaminade for right. that seventh place uh, game, right? Um, that that game it counts as a, as a win in your record, but Chaminade is not in the net rankings. Therefore, that doesn't count towards the net rankings. I'm sure therefore, if they lost that game, though, there would be that would affect the net. No, not that it matters winning it, right? Oh, it might have affected the net. It wouldn't have counted in the record in the net. Well, it's one, mean, you got to have both or nothing. I mean, I don't, I, I don't. Yeah, then I guess it probably wouldn't have affected it. I would assume. Right. That would just be a super bad look. Yeah. <laughs> it's one thing losing to Colgate. Completely different team losing, or completely different story when you lose to a team that's not even in Division One. Yeah. No, I hear like, that. You know, like Lemoyne in an exhibition. Remember how embarrassing that was? Yeah, but after all, I mean, it was an exhibition. Right, which is why it's not the same. Right. And we did beat Chaminade by almost 50 points, so. Right. Um, all right, Matt, unmute or if you ever hold yourself, if um, you have something to say, we got to be quick, though, because we are on a time crunch right now. What's up? So, can you hear me? Yeah, very loud and clear. Yes, I, I, right, I can hear you. Yep. Perfect. Okay, am I allowed to swear? You do what you got to do, brother. Okay, neck. Let me explain <laughs> it to you. Okay, neck was an LSU anthem. Yes, that's uh, what that's what Nadal yeah. sent us. Yeah. Yep. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember the hip hop song "Talking Out the Side of Your Neck"? I I can't say that I do, Joe. Okay. Joe's the hip hop guy. Nah, I mean I'm hip hop like I'm nineties hip hop. Yeah, me too. That's me. Okay. Yeah. Well, there was a song talking out the side of your neck. Okay. LSU students rewrote the lyrics to it. The and one of the big lines in it is "suck that tiger bitch." Okay. So it's LSU LSU eventually banned that song from at games, but after they did that, other schools adopted it, and so like. When Florida State was playing LSU and Florida State beat them, at the very end, the band started playing Neck. So it's kind of like the band saying, suck our d-. Okay. That's essentially, they only play it in certain certain situations, and the NC State band did that to us when they tied the game, and then they lost. Gotcha. Well, that... So that's, that's kind of the reference. Okay. I just wanted to, I wanted to clear that up, is that <laughs> the NC State band pretty much told us to suck their d- and then... They uh, they ended up losing the game, so it was great for people. Like I I knew what was going on. I, it's kind of hard to catch the tune sometimes, but I realized it right away. Okay, well, thank you for putting that in context multiple times. Yep. Appre- <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. So anyway, um, okay, well, it makes sense. I get it now. Now I'm offended, That's Matt. Very thank you. Yep. <laughs> You know what? Look up look up when LSU did it with everybody singing. I I, I believe that I put it in, in your tread. Oh, okay. So uh, of like a short little video of them actually doing it. So, okay. I will definitely but, check it out. All right. All right, buddy. Good. Thanks, man. Yep. Bye. Right, Thanks, bye. buddy. Um, well, there you go. Um, All right. Plug your ears. Um, Very disrespectful so, song. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, I mean, I guess if it's just. I guess if it's just uh, audio, it is what it is, right? I mean, I guess the good thing is they didn't have enough fans there to not, it'd be loud not audio, enough, right? instrumental, I meant to say. Yeah, right. 
Um, real quick, Joe, give us your thoughts on the crappy Notre Dame team that I have. I, look, I haven't watched too much Notre Dame this year, and the reason is because you know um, they're nine and sixteen. They're thirteenth in the ACC. Um, they are sitting. Where are they sitting in this joint? Um, pretty, oh, pretty down there. Four and ten. They're down there with Georgia Tech, who beat us, and Louisville. So um, the the all time series between the two teams is sitting at. 33 and 23 last year um we played them twice played them in december and in january uh mm. swept them both games run a two-game win streak the last game mince gerard edwards bell and williams starting five bell 17 points edward 15 rebounds i look at this roster joe i, I don't you maybe you can help me out maybe roper i remember um but i don't remember anybody else on this on this roster, I have not watched one game. Admittedly, my bad. Um, shooting uh, just under forty percent from the field, seventy two point seven percent from the line, and twenty nine point eight from three point range. And um, look, this game is also this is a home game, right? We're going back to the dome for this one. So, uh, when is this? This is Saturday at noon, and I expect this to be. Look, you don't ever want to look past a team. But if you're going to look past one, this could be one. Not that I recommend it, Joe. No, we just got to stop doing that. I mean, that's <laughs> no, really what it comes down to. I agree. Um, they, I mean, look, this team's in rebuild rebuild mode, right? I mean, they you lost. We, we know for a fact, Corm, I mean, Cormac Ryan, right? He went to North Carolina. J.J. Starling went to Syracuse. Um, you know, they lost their coach. They got a brand new coach. Uh, and to be perfectly honest with you, this really is one we shouldn't worry about because it's home. And, you know, we only have two more home games left. Uh, and I just realistically just, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, we, we have to win these next two games at home. Um, and obviously it starts with this one, one game at a time. And I guess my only issue is, is I don't, we can't look past anybody. I mean, this team has, has shown us that we can't look past anybody. And, um, as much as this team isn't great, they're four and ten um, in the ACC. They have done a couple things that we haven't done, and that is and beat they, Virginia. Yeah, and they beat by Virginia by twenty-two mm-hmm. at home. So I guess Tech. that was. I mean, I guess I talked to a buddy who's Twice. a Virginia fan, Virginia fan, and they said that you know Notre Dame was just on fire from the three, um, but they also won at Georgia Tech, and then they beat them again at home their mm-hmm. last game. So. Um, and they just beat Virginia Tech as well, which is our next opponent after them. So I don't want to look past Notre Dame and say start talking about Virginia Tech yet. But um, you know, one game first. Uh, we only have two home games. It's on a Saturday, last Saturday home game. Uh, so I mean, I just I want to see a crowd, and I just I don't know. I don't know what to expect anymore from this team. I don't know what to expect from this fan base um, and how they're going to look at it because not only. You know, are we not living up to expectations of certain fans? But, you know, Notre Dame, it's not like they're a team. I mean, usually they travel well. and Usually there's a pretty good Notre Dame fan base in Syracuse, except for, you know, how 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 are they how much are they are going to show up because they're that bad. You know what I mean? Right. I'm laughing I mean, at David. David with the, yeah, no, no. With, with the stats. I mean, any stat, every stat, it's Dave, Super Dave, the super stat guy, right? Uh, don't pick the game. Two game winning streak when you don't pick. Two game losing streak when you do pick. 
So there you go, Joe. So don't even do it. Last time he said that we. I know, I know. He was begging for it. He wanted it. He wanted it. So we, so we didn't pick NC State then, right? We didn't pick NC State. That's correct. Okay. So we won't pick tonight, but. No, but it, I got we got to expect to win. But I'm, I'm looking more. Obviously, I want them to win. But also, I would like a good a good turnout at the dome. To be perfectly honest with you, and I just hope that that the Syracuse Notre Dame contingent shows up, even though they're not, you know that good this year yeah well you got to imagine starling's home and he's gonna be motivated the dude's already you know good right so i mean it's just a little bit extra for him and that's a that's one of those moments you know you, you that you get to shine against your old team doesn't happen very often so Look, yeah. I, look, so, I look for that. Plus, they, were, they were on a seven-game losing streak before they beat Virginia. I was just going to say they, that. Yeah, they beat Virginia Tech and Georgia Tech back-to-back yeah. at home. But now they are going on the road for two games, and they're actually playing tonight at 7 o'clock on ESPNU at Louisville, mm-hmm. who is kind of down at the bottom as well. <laughs> I mean, I would call them terrible. We almost lost at home against them, and we also have to play them later. I understand, um, but they are last in the ACC. Uh, duly noted. So... Um, okay, we will not pick upon request by uh, Superstat Dave. So, um, look, we were we were going to push this off to tomorrow night, and um, I'm glad we didn't because it becomes irrelevant to me to even talk about it tomorrow. Uh, we had a small window. I'm not trying to cut you short, but uh, we're a little pressed for time. So uh, we appreciate all of you for hanging out, hanging in the spaces, especially get in the spaces. Look. What happens in the spaces stays in the spaces after the show, sometimes, once in a while. So you never know what can happen there. Right, Joe? Yeah, watch your neck. Watch your neck, okay? Get the neck out. That's all I got to say about that. For Joe, Sean, Ralph. Peace. Something like that.